You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I ran in that place in back to the <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. Glad to have you with us live and local on your home for Alabama sports. Let's get things going. Want to invite you to be a part of the conversation at 205 342 9904. 205 342 9904. The Taco Casa Hotline is open for business, the conversation. Remember, Taco Casa quality, taste, value under the biggest cactus in town. Doing it the right way for 40 plus years right here in your hometown of Tuscaloosa, as well as Northport, West Alabama, uh, up into Birmingham off of Lakeshore Drive. Taco Casa quality, taste, and value. Reminding you as we get into the conversation that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. All right. Uh, good morning, James. How you doing, sir? Good morning, Martin. Glad, glad, glad you're back and uh, hope everything went well yesterday. Yes, it was an extremely nice visit uh, yesterday. Uh, Simeon really enjoyed himself, so that was a, a, a lot of fun. Uh, and his mom and I enjoyed the, the visit as well. So uh, hopefully he'll be making a decision at some point here in the in the near future about where he's going to spend the next four years of his life um, in that transition uh, to manhood. So uh, just 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 a good day. Uh, but uh, a lot of young men yesterday. Uh, Found out some good news, and uh, one especially, and we'll be talking about that later on in the program. Uh, but thank you for uh, sitting in. You and DC did an awesome job yesterday, and had some good conversation. And we'll we'll pick up on a little bit of that. But of course, the the biggest news uh, is perhaps um, the situation with the Heisman Trophy. Uh, 
ceremony last night as Devonte Smith uh, brings it home, and so we're gonna just let 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 those who did not get to hear it, we're gonna let them hear uh, that moment, that history changing moment, first time a uh, wide receivers won it since '91, only the fourth time. Um, a wide receivers won it in the history of the trophy. And as you listen to this announcement, James and listeners, I, I, I want to ask you a question. Potentially, is this the most impressive wide receiver season ever? Because even though the other wide receivers have won the trophy, they've also been the primary uh, specialist for their team for the entire season. And a lot of what they've done came as a result of those dynamic plays. Uh, speaking of Johnny Rogers, Tim Brown, and uh, Desmond Howard. So is, is this the single most impressive uh, run at a Heisman by a wide receiver in the history of the trophy? Uh, but until we get that, let's go ahead and hear from um, the announcement of the Heisman Trophy. Thank you, Chris. I'm grateful for the opportunity to announce the 2020 Heisman Trophy winner. Congratulations to the finalists, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Devontae Smith, and Kyle Trask. In a season that almost wasn't, you brought distraction, hope, and inspiration, lifting spirits during a very dark time. And to the winner, be mindful that you will become a member of the most elite athletic fraternity in the world, that your name will forever be associated with the legacy of being a Heisman Trophy winner. And now, without further ado, the 2020 Winner of the Heisman Trophy is Devontae Smith of the University of Alabama. And thank you very much. Devontae, congratulations. The feel of this is a little bit different, but we'd like to invite you to pick up that beautiful 25-pound Heisman Trophy, which is very near you. Get the feel of it for the first time, and then the floor is yours for your remarks. In the 28-year drought between wide-receiving winners of the Heisman Trophy, from Desmond Howard to Devontae Smith, is now over. Devontae, all yours. First off, I would like to thank God. Without him, none of this would be possible. Um, congratulate all the finalists. Just to be in this situation with you guys, y'all are great athletes. And just to be a part of something like this is truly a blessing. Uh, I want to thank my family, my mom, my dad, just everything that y'all taught me to mold me into the young man I am today. Um, I want to thank my mentor, Vincent Sanders. Without you, I wouldn't be where I am today. Just from the rise to 
taking me places that I want to visit, just to doing things and just helping me get to where I am. I want to thank Coach Saban for giving me the opportunity to come play at the University of Alabama. Uh, thank Coach Wiggins, my receiver coach, just for helping me day in and day out, watching film, making me a better player. Thank my teammates. Um, with team success comes individual success, so without y'all, I wouldn't be where I am today winning this award. And just to all the young kids out there that's not the biggest, not the strongest, just keep pushing because I'm not the biggest. I've been doubted a lot just because of my size. And really, it just comes down to you put your mind to it, you can do it. No job is too big. If you put your mind to it, you can do it and just keep believing in God and you'll get where you want to be. I would like to thank Jeff Allen and the athletic training staff here for giving me all the resources to continue playing this game, to keep me healthy so I can go out there and do the things that I, that I like to do. Thank our president, Dr. Bell, and our athletic director, Mr. Burns, just for being here and making everything possible with COVID going on and giving us a chance to play this season. Thank you. Roll Tide. Wow. That um, what wasn't a lot said, but uh, what a powerful just moment in the history of Alabama football as well as um, college football as a whole. Uh, uh, the intro, as it said, uh, a season that were, that almost wasn't. Uh, you know, you, you think about that for a second, James, the season that almost wasn't. And we, because... Um, we play in a conference that has great leadership um, and, and great influence. I, I think ACC and Big 12 got on board with us, uh, with the SEC. And as a result, we ended up having a full college football season. I think without Greg Sankey's leadership, um, we may not have this, you know, um, I think if the ACC tries to move forward on their own, um, I don't think it happens or the Big 12. So uh, as a result of that pushing forward and that leadership and management where the SEC, if I'm not mistaken, played like 69 of 72 games or something like that. Correct. And Ohio State themselves missed three games. Think about that for a second. The entire SEC league did not miss any more games than the Ohio State Buckeyes by themselves. And, of course, Ohio State uh, was a victim twice, but one time they were the culprit uh, as well. And had they had they not needed to play that sixth game, they from the way they made it sound, uh, they were the culprit. They would have been the culprit several times, but they pressed on uh, because they had to have those extra games. But either way, uh, not going to get into that on Devontae Smith's big day. Congratulations to the young man. Uh, I think he already has his, his theme, keep pushing. Uh, I thought of everything he said, he had all the right thank yous and all the appropriate thank yous, et cetera. But um, when he left that little message to all the kids out there who may not feel like they have the advantage, may not feel like uh, they're the strongest, biggest, fastest, et cetera, um, then uh, keep pushing. Uh, and, and then he said, of course, keep believing in God and 
uh, keep putting the work in and, and you'll 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 be able to get to those goals and places that you desire. So once again, congratulations uh, to Devontae Smith. And we'll talk more about the Heisman Trophy as we move forward. I, I've noticed we've already got a couple comments uh, that uh, that people said they felt like uh, Maggie Brown said, I think Mac should have been second in the voting. Um, Curtis Moore uh, agreed with Maggie Brown saying, um, Maggie Brown, me too. Mac should have been second. Tells me that Mac never really had a chance of winning, which is a travesty. Thumbs down. Um, I'm not as sure if that's how it all went down, James. I think sometimes we we lose track of, of how this voting happens. Uh, and how the numbers come out. I think that uh, Mac Jones probably was on as many second-place ballots um, as Trevor. I think a lot of people, when they were putting their votes up, uh, they either uh, – Devontae doubled Trevor Lawrence's number, right, of votes. Um 400 plus 447 if i'm not mistaken like 225 more somewhere in that range more than first place votes yeah so basically but, basically how it works everything is on a split vote so the whole thing is basically like a point system so yep. if trevor because trevor had about 100 more votes than mac so if mac was second on every ballot that smitty and lawrence were first on then, then at that point he would come in third. So it's right. it's a weird system, uh, yep. but it but it makes sense that an Alabama player would win, and then and, and an Alabama, Alabama player would finish third. Yes, because because all of the first place votes coming out of the ACC region and the East and all of that went to Trevor Lawrence in first place, right? And then uh, Mac had to if if you put Trevor Lawrence first. I doubt very seriously you put the quarter a quarterback second. I think that Devontae Smith was first or second on virtually every ballot. Yeah, um, and, and, and then then you take all of the ballots with Devontae. You had to choose between Devontae and, um, and 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 Mac. And I think Mac probably got second a lot. So if you look at it, I'm, I don't know this. But I would probably be willing to say that Mac probably had as many second place votes uh, as Trevor Lawrence, but he didn't have those first place votes because his first place votes went to what, what if Devontae had not gotten a race, I think those 400 and something votes probably would have been first place for Mac uh, in, in a lot of sense. So, um, so it's, and inter- also, it's interesting, Martin, that the, you were bringing up the total votes. So Mac had 1,130 total points. Uh, he had 138 first votes, but he had 248 second votes and 223rd votes, and and that you know Trevor had 222 first, only had 176 second votes. So when you he, split the vote like that, that's how it ended up like that. Yeah, he 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 had he had almost twice as I mean what what was it what was the second place votes for Mac? It was 248, and for Trevor it was 176. So he he was that's what I'm saying he ended up second place on more ballots than than other it's just like you said it's a weird vote weird weird it's total point system 
that wins. And and uh, and I think the quarterbacks in this case may have nullified each other more than we thought the Alabama um, was going to nullify each other because Devontae was going to get first or second probably, uh, and then you were going to get uh, a quarterback first and then probably Devontae second uh, overall. So, But either way, congratulations to all four of these young men. Last night, several people were saying they don't like the way they drag it out ESPN. Um, I get that. Uh, I think that's selfish of us as fans uh, to want them to rush through that moment. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, I mean, that's such a big moment for kids. Uh, four players in the whole country in that moment, one being forever uh, memorialized as uh, the most outstanding player in college football in that season in 2020, that is Mr. Devontae Smith of the University of Alabama. Kudos to him and a conversation that you and D.C. had on yesterday. Does this solidify him as the best, some people say greatest, uh, wide receiver in the history of Alabama football? We'll talk about that as well as we kick the deal or no deal uh, conversation down the road a little bit. We'll have that. We're going to talk basketball uh, this morning as well. Alabama off to a great start. First time uh, they've been where they are uh, in a long, long time. Uh, Can they keep it rolling? We'll find out uh, as they take on their arch nemesis uh, this Saturday. That conversation and all those conversations up next right here on the Martin Houston Show. Stay tuned for more. Tide 100.9 traffic. The towns of Nissan Traffic Center authorities have just about cleared up a bad wreck on 69 northbound at Bear Creek. Everything else looks good around town. If you do see conditions, give us a call. Start the new year right with a brand new Nissan from your hometown Nissan dealer, Towns and Nissan of Tuscaloosa. I'm Captain Ray. The weather stays dry today, partly to mostly sunny, the high 57. For tonight, increasingly cloudy with a low at 38. Tomorrow, cloudy and colder, periods of rain during the day, the high 50. Friday, gradual clearing with a high at 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and every Everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Man, there's definitely a message slash sermon in what Devontae Smith uh, accomplished. Look at his career. He's leaving as the most decorated wide receiver in Bama's history. We can hardly look at Smitty in the light 
We hardly looked at Smitty in the lights of the people he came in with. Awesome story. Proud of him. You know, it's interesting. Um, yesterday, you guys had a conversation, you and D.C., James, about whether he's the, the best uh, player in the history, uh, wide receiver in the history of Alabama football. And I don't think there's really any question that he's the best. Um, you know, what, I mean, how, how do you how do you label anyone else as, as better? Now, I, I I sent you a text and I shared it last night on Alabama tradition. Best and most talented is two different things. Um, I don't know if he's there, there's one place I think that he's clearly the best. And that he has the best hands I've ever seen on any wide receiver anywhere. But other than that, he's not the fastest. He's not the best route runner. Um, he's not the tallest. He's not the biggest. I mean, you know, he, 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 he doesn't have all of those other things that somebody else may have. But I'd say he's a close number uh, two in all of them. And then when you combine it all, it makes him the best. Now, does that mean that Julio Jones um, – wouldn't do the same thing. Uh, the only thing I disagree with what you all talked about yesterday was when you all said if he had a quarterback that could have got him the ball, Julio Julio had quarterback to give him the ball. It was just a different style of offense. Um, I just think that we used Julio differently than we used the guys today. So would Julio possibly have the type of record? And, and possibly. But you, you can't say uh, – whether he would or you can say whether he would, but we can't prove it. So when you look in the annals of uh, football, James, it will be clear that without anybody having um, uh, biases, who would they pick as the best? If you stack all of the guys in the Saban era and before, would Devontae Smith clearly walk away with the best to ever play here? That that's it's so hard for me because there's been so many great players to come through here. I, I mean, just outside of Julio, I mean, you got Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, uh, and I'm trying not to base this off of you know how how much success they've had in the NFL thus far, uh, mm-hmm. but but at the same time, it, it's it's. You know, you look at a guy like Devontae who and, – and you know what? You mentioned all of those things that that he that he hasn't done well, but I think this season has shown a lot of of the superstar ability that Devontae Smith has, and, and I think that that's what ultimately won him the Heisman. Okay, and now let's go back. Who was the guy who got us to the second and twenty six? We we talk about the second and twenty six, but Devontae made that reception in a Mississippi State game that if that doesn't happen, we won't even get there. You you go back and look game after game after game, even when those other superstars were here, who had the biggest games even when they were here? Individual games. Devontae, in the big games, Devontae has always been the best receiver. And in even when he was here with Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs and and those guys, he still always 
the biggest games and the biggest moments. And, and like I said, it, 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 it's 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 a it's a difference. He's not the most talented receiver, in my opinion, but he had the best season, best stats. I mean, I heard people say, "Well, uh, um, what's your, what you call it? Amari uh, didn't come back for his you know fourth year, and all these guys didn't come back for their fourth year." Okay, let's just compare single season. I mean, this guy just tied the SEC record for most touchdowns in an SEC season against all SEC opponents. On throw, the, the other side, in, take out four. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the other side of this too is that doesn't this show that how important it is to get your full college ex- experience as far as on the field? Because had Devontae not come back and gone into the NFL, which he could have done uh, last year, but doesn't this show college players now that, that staying four years and making that a priority can can pay dividends if you work hard and do what Devontae has done? It, it, it definitely bodes well. Uh, for the Alabama Crimson Tide and Nick Saban's conversation when he tells them that, hey, when you're making that decision, if you're not in that first round uh, grade, for sure, come back and improve your stock and your value because he has three guys that did that. You know, we always talk about Devontae doing it, Najee did it, and Leatherwood did it. All three of those guys will have moved up in the draft board from where they were last year. Uh, for sure. And if Landon Dickerson hadn't gotten hurt, uh, he he would have been a mid late round guy last year. He was he would have moved up the draft board. So everybody that came back, uh, with the exception of Dylan Moses, uh, I think you would say, you know, have 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 shown the value of being a fourth year guy. I know we got Pat on the line, so let's go ahead and get to Pat. Pat, you in with the Martin Houston show? What's on your mind, man? Hey. Hey, first off, we got to talk about Devontae's exception speech. Very, very outstanding. Showed what great character added to and what the Heisman actually means. That, uh, But, hey, let's go back to 1992. And, and my, just my call is the Heisman should not be voted on until after the season is completely over. And I'm talking about the whole season, uh, the playoffs too. And and the reason being, hey, the quarterback for the opposing team in 1992 had won the Heisman Trophy. Am I correct? Correct. And hey, and how many light bulbs? You ask him how many light bulbs there are on the ceiling of the Superdome, and I guarantee you, he can tell you. <laughs> You know, yeah. and, and and I think it was uh, two bookend defensive ends, Curry and Copeland, that made sure that he knew how many light bulbs was on that ceiling. Uh, but anyway, what I mean by that is is that uh, regardless of what happens uh, next Monday night, that the, the thing should not be voted on to after the season's over with because I think winning is – extremely important in the Heisman Trophy as far as the overall performance. And, uh, yeah, it goes to the best player, even if he was on a team uh, that in the country. But, however, I, I really just think 
that more emphasis needs to be put on winning, Martin. What do you think? Well, I think that they need to do one of two things, Pat. I think they need to either make it a regular season award or, or an entire season award. Where they place it gives advantages to players who who are on better teams or who make it to uh, the the championship conference championship games. To me, they need to it needs to either be a regular season award and then you have a postseason award as well, but it should not happen, in my opinion, where it happens. I think uh, the fact that they they voted on it, when they voted on it, won RG3 the award. Um, I think the fact that he played on that Saturday and Trent Richardson didn't, that people voted for him um, that had held their vote, and Trent Richardson ended up coming in second, if I'm not mistaken, that year. Uh, I yeah. think they need to either move it to after the playoffs or move it to you vote at the end of the regular season before conference championships are played. Um, because if there's a race, if you really think about it, if there's a race between um, a conference champion and a guy that's on a really good team, let's say it came down between um, um, Devontae Smith and somebody at Oklahoma and Oklahoma was not playing in the conference championship game. And that guy had had a better season. Okay. In um, uh, Devontae did what he did against Florida. He wins the trophy. Okay. Because that's I, the most I, recent thing. And it's, it's just, it's just it, 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 it has some work to do, but I'm going to tell you, um, the, the Heisman Trophy from where it was when they gave it to Jameis Winston uh, to now, I would say, have improved. Uh, at least they have someone that represents what they say the trophy is supposed to represent in its entirety uh, from what they do on the field, off the field, uh, and, and as a part of the, the team. Uh, to me, uh, at least he represents what the Heisman Trust says uh, the trophy is supposed to represent. Absolutely. But, hey, before I go, uh, I found out last night that I know less about basketball than I do <laughs> about football. And, and, being, and because, hey, I've been dog-talking about uh, Nate Oates uh, early on in the season. And, hey, undoubtedly, either he was punishing people in rotation, there was something going on with him because we lost games that we should not have lost. And maybe... It, they needed to lose those games to get to where he appears to be. And uh, I'm just uh, highly impressed now with Nate Oates, and I was not. Oh, I mean, I was – I hate and, – and, and, and you got to admit, hey, you wasn't happy with him either. Come on. Well, well no, I, I, I was disappointed with the team, but I knew what he was trying to do. Um I don't know the exact number of new players that Alabama has, um, but uh, if, if you want an analogy, Pat, between basketball and, and football, um, think of the offensive line being a unit uh, and five guys having to play together and how there may be a guy who's more talented at one position than another guy, but he screws up the chemistry of the offensive line um, 
in in football they they do it through spring and and, and things like that and they try to do it in the off season and maybe a little bit in the game but most of the time they have to have it figured out before then in basketball with the preseason um conference uh and schedule i think they have a chance and we get to see some of that played out and i think the biggest thing and james and i'll talk a little bit basketball in the next quarter in the second half uh i think that that's what nate oates was doing when we saw some of that uh happening uh on the basketball court and, and of course uh western kentucky good basketball team uh and stanford was a good basketball team and was it west virginia that beat us um James, I, I can't remember who the third team was, but uh, all of those were good basketball teams. It was, uh, it was actually Clemson and the Clemson. Uh, I'm sorry, Clemson. Tournament. That's right. And Clemson's a good basketball team. Yeah, they are uh, as well. So the three games we lost uh, were really good teams. Um, even though Western Kentucky may be um, a smaller school, uh, they are uh, expected to be, you know, in the tournament as well. So Alabama didn't lose to to garbage and to junk. And I think that actually helped them. And I think they found some chemistry and one of the beautiful moves, I think that changed the dynamic of this team was when he set out Herb, uh, um, uh, I mean, not Herb, but, uh, Petty and, uh, and, and, and he's been a different guy. Um, uh, so, <laughs> all right. Hey, coming back on yeah, the other hey, side. Hey, have a blessed day, Martin Houston. Have a, day, guys. I, uh, have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, let's let's continue the conversation on the in the second half. Uh, you can bring up football, you can talk about football, but we're going to transition to in the uh, to a little bit of basketball. Give those guys a shout out for the big win that they had. James was live and in living color at the game last night, so he has a little insight that we may have missed out on from from television. So we'll add that to the conversation. You can be a part of it by calling two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Tide 100.9 traffic. The Townsend Nissan Traffic Center traffic moving well around town with just some minor delays on McFarland at US 43 in Northport. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call 205-886-8886. Start your new year right in a brand new Nissan from Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer where you can save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership 
and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, that's peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Mark Houston Show. The fight song there, Alabama Crimson Tide. Hey, I got a couple of topics I want you to kind of uh, mull around in your head um, for uh, tomorrow, Friday, and, and, and Monday. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to these, but um, James, just real quick before we get into that basketball conversation and bring Chuck in, um, how what what does what does this Heisman Trophy win do for Nick Saban? in terms of putting another notch in his belt as being the greatest coach ever. Think four years ago, five years ago, we were a run it down your throat. Uh, you can't stop our ground and pound Derrick Henry Heisman Trophy winner. And now we have a wide receiver winning it and a quarterback sitting uh, in the same room in the same Heisman vote with a running back sitting at fifth place. So what does that say about that? We need to have that conversation uh, another conversation that I want to throw out there. I mean, we didn't even got to talk about this. Waddle cleared to play. Uh, crazy to think that he may play. And whether he plays or not, he is actually helping his football team. COVID-19 protocol. Uh, is Ohio State trying to play play uh, uh, play 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 with uh, uh, our emotions? And are they using COVID-19 to try to potentially hide uh, some – some rib uh, injuries uh, to to certain key players. And here's one that no one's talked about yet, James. No one's talked about this yet, or I hadn't heard it. Who else is going with Sark? Um, I've already heard a a name or two uh, that will not make Bama fans happy uh, uh, because we are a, a team and a group of fans that love recruiting. So let's quickly get to Chuck, and then we'll, we'll come back and talk some basketball. Chuck, you in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning. Yeah, it's a, it's a great day. Uh, like I said, I know they're in, uh, they're in Bama land, and, uh, and here in Louisiana uh, with Devontae Smith winning the, uh, the 2020 Heisman Trophy, uh, you all got a chance to experience uh, The ones who watch it got a chance to see the town that he comes from, the the, the in that town, the uh, the pride they have, and and they're uh, not just athletes, just people who are from a meet who have done successful things, and uh, you just you saw how how they cheered, and uh, I'm looking at his parents. I, I met his father uh, back when I came over there for the uh, Alabama LSU game in 2017 when he was a freshman, and uh, 
got a chance to, to meet him. I was introduced to him by one of the uh, former coaches that he meets high school. And uh, I know some of the coaches there, and uh, I know people that live in that town. And uh, he introduced me to Devontae's uh, father. And we chatted that was outside the stadium before I went in. And uh, that's amazing. That's from 2017 to now. That the, the guy was telling me now I see him sitting there, and, his, and now his son has won the Heisman Trophy. That's a, that's a great day. And, uh, and it's, it's just uh, great. I don't care where the young man goes to school. And uh, I'm just, I'm just happy for him. Absolutely. Uh, appreciate that, Chuck. And uh, the, the city showed uh, a, a lot of pride and a, a lot of uh, support for uh, Devontae. That was kind of an interesting uh, benefit of it being virtual that the city uh, itself got together and did a, a virtual watch party, uh, something that you probably haven't seen traditionally in the past. So, Thanks for highlighting that. Appreciate it, Chuck, and have a good day. All right, thanks here. You all take care. You too. Thanks. All right. Hey, uh, real quick note that uh, C.J. Watson brought up, and since uh, since the '90s, only three non-quarterbacks have won the award, uh, the Heisman Trophy award, and that would be Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, and. Devontae Smith. And something else to think about with that, too, uh, Martin, is that in those three that we've won, we've won national championships, except for obviously waiting for we're, this year. We're waiting for this third one. So yeah. there you go. Uh, and that, that's that's what it takes. It takes outstanding standing players. Um, wow, Curtis Moore throwing out Kyle Flood and uh, Banks uh, heading to uh, – Possibly heading to Texas. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I have uh, I have yet another name, and I'll, I'll talk to you. And, and, and it may or may not be uh, um, a defensive. I mean, an offensive guy it could be a defensive guy. But qu- quickly, uh, I know we got to get to uh, um, our weekly catch up with Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries, presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistry, Christian Moment of the Week. Uh, but let's talk quickly about this basketball team. Uh, they, they've had two big wins, uh, James. Um, uh, what, 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 what are you seeing in this Bama basketball team uh, that has, that is allowing them to uh, knock down these two big victories? Well, obviously, you know, with basketball, they moved to three and zero in SEC play. We've talked about that the first time since nineteen eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah. <laughs> And wow. they, they actually started that season 7-0, and so they still have a little bit before they, they get to that point. Listen, Florida Florida's the second-best team in the SEC. Uh, when they lost Keontae Johnson to that, that just crazy heart injury, and he was there in Coleman last night, uh, it was good to see him there and, and, and things right. like that with his team, and that was amazing. Uh, based on what we saw last month, it, it wasn't looking good there for a second, but um, – you know, to take this team and to do what they did. Here's here's how impressive it was, Martin. This is the second SEC game outside of Tennessee. They played three now. Two out of the three, they have brought in backups with a minute and a half to go. That That's how big of a lead that they've had over Mississippi, uh, Ole Miss, and then last night against Florida. They, they, yeah, they were up by 20. Uh, when they put the backups in last night. Yeah, they were. And, and it's amazing that it, it, it's crazy. Javon Quinterly didn't play last night, who's arguably one of their best players. Uh, Coach Oates said it was medical reasons, couldn't go into it. Not sure what was going on with that, but he didn't play in this game. Uh, there was a, There's a chance he may not play Saturday, but we're waiting to get official word on that. 
but I, I'm I'm going to tell you this this basketball team is special, and, and it's it's one of those teams that's uh, scary good. They they have a lot of depth, um, and and you're right when you mentioned earlier about Petty, Petty taking that game and, and riding the bench probably was the best thing and probably saved his season. I mean, he's just yeah. been lights out ever since. So, huge game for Florida. They got Auburn this weekend in a big game, and Auburn likes to shoot the three. So, it, it, it should be a very fun game uh, in Auburn on Saturday morning. And we can talk more about this uh, on Friday or even tomorrow if we need to, but I will say this. The difference between this team and last year's team is they take what the uh, um, defense gives them until they give them something else. Against Tennessee, uh, first half, they drove and and got to the rim and got points. And then in the second half, Tennessee adjusted, and they knocked down the threes, and, you know, hitting like six of seven or seven of eight or something like that in one stretch. And then last night, Florida never took away the drive. <laughs> so they just they kept driving and getting to the rim and, and, and kicking when necessary. Uh, and that's the difference between this team is they will beat you with the threes but they will also get to the hole uh, and, and, and get and finish at the rim. Well, so, the other thing, uh, too, real quick, is defensively, this is a completely different team than it was last year. Yeah. You, they, you should, If you watched the game last night, there were several times, a lot of times, where Florida would try to run their offense, and Alabama just defensively just locked them down. And, and this right. is a team in Florida that can shoot the ball. They're very good at it. So it, yeah. it, it was a lot of hope last night. If you're if you're an Alabama basketball fan, there's a lot to be encouraged about with this team right now. Absolutely. Let's get the break here. Come back on the other side. We'll catch up with Scotty Hollins, Blueprint Ministries, Executive Director, presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistry. Tide 100.9 traffic. The Townsend Nissan Traffic Center traffic moving well around town with just some minor delays on McFarland at US 43 in Northport. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call. 205-886-8886. Start your new year right in a brand new Nissan from Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer where you can save thousands. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good morning. Alabama football has its third Heisman Trophy winner. Wide receiver Devontae Smith beat out Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence, tied quarterback Mac Jones, and Florida signal caller Kyle Trask to win the award as college football's top player. The presentation was made virtually. 30-year-old Tiffany Marsha Washington was watching over six-month-old Jordan Taylor on December the 28th when she called 911 to report the child had become unresponsive. She now has admitted to smothering the child to stop her from crying. I'm done. Da- Bama Sports, your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show, on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Looks like it's the Martin Houston Show, Tide 100.9, it's now time for the Dentistry Christian Moment of the Week as we catch up with Executive Director of Blueprint Ministry, Scotty Hollins. He's here to encourage us how we can uh, take uh, our faith to the boardroom, the classroom, the field of play, uh, and wherever we may find ourselves with an opportunity to represent him. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning, Martin. Doing fantastic, and how are you? I'm doing well. I'll toss it to you uh, for this word of encouragement. Absolutely. Guys, I I want us to think about, hey, we're in a new year. 
And uh, I want us to, to, you know, really, this is our first uh, message for the new year. And I want us to really think about the fact that God has an awesome plan for our lives, okay? And so think about this year, and I want you to have ultimate and absolute optimism about um, all that you have seen and all that you see ahead, just because God is in control, just because God has a plan for your life. And so um, I just mentioned something. Not only does he have a plan for your life, but he's also um, sovereign, which means he's in complete control. So keep that in mind. I want that to be a great encouragement um, for you this year. But, but I think that should also give us a sense of urgency for spending time in God's Word. Because guess what? God's will is, is, is His Word, or God's Word is His will. And so if you want to walk in God's perfect plan for your life this year, then you need to be walking in obedience to His Word. And um, so I, I want to encourage you with that because we can get so distracted, so discouraged about all that we see, all that we hear, um, that we can um, at times think that no one's in control, but God is in control, and he does have a plan. But more specifically, he has a plan for your life. And so I, I want to let you know that, um, that you do have an opponent as well, though. And I, I want to go back to Genesis, and uh, as you look at Adam and Eve, um, here's the sense of urgency for spending time in God's Word on a daily basis, whether you're starting uh, a, a yearly Bible plan, a yearly devotional, but but figuring out some kind of way to um, spend three to five minutes or more uh, as your appetite grows or more, but daily in God's Word. All right, so what we see in Genesis is Satan coming to uh, Eve, and the first thing he, he says is, did God really say? So, so again, She's trying to walk in God's plan for their life, which God has already told them. You can eat of any tree, but that one tree, that's God's plan for her life. That's, she needs to walk in obedience to that, to walk in his plan and, and his will. And guess what? Uh, he, he deceives her. She, first, but not first. And, and so that's why it's so important to spend time in God's work. First, he says, did God really say that you could eat of any tree, um, that you couldn't eat of that tree? Did God really say that? And, hmm. um, you know, Eve was... Hey, she had been spending a little time in the Word, because uh, <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, we can't eat it, and we can't even touch it. So, you know, Adam threw a little bit extra in there when he explained that to Eve. Um, but the point is, she, 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 she passed that test, because she knew what God's Word said. Here's my first question to you. If, if, do you even know, do we, do we, not you, do we even know what God's Word says in any particular area? We're making decisions all day, and all those decisions... Uh, have to do with walking in God's word and walking in his will. Hey, Martin, is that my time? Now, I, it, it, it seemed like it fired off a little early. Uh, I was about to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, uh, but the, so the question is, that's the first question. Is, as you're making the decisions for your day, um, uh, for your life, do we know what God's word says? God's word and what his word is and his will is always the best option. And so for, for Eve that day, she passed test number one. Is Do you even know what God's word says? All right? And, and so she passed that test. Here's the, here's the part where she stumbled, and this is why we have to be spending time in his word. She knew what God's word says, but then he says, well, guess what, Eve? Let me tell you what he meant. Hey, God is holding out on you. Um, and, and the only reason God says you can, you can eat of any tree but that one is he, he knows when you eat of that tree, you'll be like him. Right. And so here's the thing. 
Eve knew God's word. Eve knew what God had said, but Eve didn't know what God meant. She hadn't taken the time to understand. Um, un- you know. So she knew the word. She didn't understand the word. And so I, I want to encourage you, not only do you spend time on the surface level, get your commentary, do some Bible study, um, listen to some sermons, uh, go to go to Martin's church. <laughs> He's preaching some good sermons. But go make sure you dig a little bit deeper so you not only know this year what God's Word says, but what does it actually mean? So that when Satan comes and says, you know what? Oh, you do know what God's Word says? I, I, here's what he meant. When you're deceived, you won't be deceived. He tried to do the same thing to Jesus uh, as he was tempting Jesus. And he says, Jesus has, you know, is, is being tempted in the desert, and Satan says, um, you know, hey, if you bow down and worship me, I'll give you everything you see. To Jesus, he says that to Jesus, and Jesus says, it is written. In other words, nope, you're wrong. The word says this. Well, Satan tries to use the word against Jesus. Come on, man. <laughs> he says, Jesus, it is written, and he gives him something else. Hey, if you if you jump off this cliff, you know, God will uh, command his angels to to, to protect you and then jesus says no it is also written do not put the lord your god to the test and so i want us to understand jesus knew the word but he also understood the word he believed it and he applied it that's what we got to do this year to walk in god's will for our lives that's an awesome word scotty tell our listeners uh where they can find you sir Absolutely. You can find me at www.blueprintsuscaloosa.com. I have a message board there. You send me a message, it comes straight to my email. All right. That's Scotty Hollins. Check him out. And thank you for that encouraging word. Um, Remembering that we need to know the word, understand the word, and apply the word uh, at the at the right moment. Uh, and uh, remember that God has a plan. He says, I know the plan. And that's the plan to prosper you, to give you hope in a future. Uh, forget about those things from the past. Look forward to the future. Get a fresh start in 2021. Thanks, Scotty. We'll catch up with you next week. Absolutely. All right. Hey, as we get out of here, I want to remind you that this is the Martin Houston Show Thanks to James Ludeman. Thanks to all of the callers and the guests and and all of the comments and thoughts. We'll be back here tomorrow at 6 a.m. Stay tuned for more great Bama talk right here on your home for Alabama Sports Talk 100.9. And remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. Roll Tide.